Welcome to the CSRG Podcast. My name is Keanu. And my name is Chris. Today we're talking about shooting multiple divisions, and in particular, production. Um, but it actually all started last year, I think near the end of the season. Uh, Keanu and I decided to switch divisions, so he was shooting open for a match or two, and I shot limited for a couple of matches, and oof, that was a train wreck. Yeah, we cross-dressed belts. <laughs> yeah. Surprisingly, we fit in each other's belt, which blew my mind. Means Keanu's kind of fat, but no, it means you're fat. Whatever, dude. Because you're like five inches shorter than I am. It's it's because you have less Asian genes than you. That's objectively but true. It is, yeah. All right, so we're gonna call this section "Thoughts for Your Thoughts." We're just gonna kind of go through and talk about you know what what our thoughts were shooting limited and you know open respectively, yeah. um, and then you know talk about what it's been like shooting production for the past couple of weeks. Yeah, I think there's gonna be a greater disparity there because we're both high cap shooters. And, um, well, I shoot iron sights, but you don't. No, <laughs> not at all. Every time you do, it's a spectacular mess. But I, I think that will be, like, the, the cornerstone of our discussion. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so anyway, like, I think last year, at, um, at, at a local match last year, after our last major, I think, which was Delmarva. Yeah. Delmarva was, was our last major. Yep. So we decided to switch divisions for the next match. Um, I only shot open once before, and I've shot Chris's gun before this maybe once or twice and only put maybe 20 rounds through it. And that was like static. I think you were, you yeah, just, we were just kind of, you were just kind of like doing doubles yards. or whatever, 25 yeah. yards or something like that. And yeah. he shot my gun like once or twice too. So neither of us had a lot of trigger time. Fortunately, we both shoot the same, it's like same platform. So we both shoot Atlas 2011. So same platform, same grip, same builder, everything. The only difference would be the optic, the ammo and all that stuff. Um, like the differences between open and limited. So, um, Coming from limited to open, I don't think the difference was that big for me in terms of actually adjusting to shooting the gun and hitting stuff. I actually thought it came to me easier than, um, well, I would hope so, because shooting optics for me was definitely easier than shooting iron sights. Yeah, but you didn't have any issues with, like, index or anything, right? You know, a lot of no. people shooting open, they're like, oh, I don't know where the dot is. I need backup iron sights on my clock. Well, that just means they're bad at shooting. <laughs> Yeah, so you had no issues with it, right? I mean, No, because like, I'm used to... I, I can bring up my sights already aligned, so I, I, like, I don't think I had any problems bringing up... I have, issue, I have some issues with carry optics guns, depending on the gun. Um, but like, like SIGs, I'm not used to the SIG grip angle. Yeah, but that's just so comes like, down I index to it differently, I just push it out differently. Yeah, like, that just comes down to okay platforms, with. though. You know? Yeah, so. that's just like a difference. And like, if I dry fire it for like five minutes with it, I'll be good. Yeah. But that's besides the point. So I don't think there's a lot of adjustment... Um, stage planning, there's a little bit of difference just because I had to do, um, I had a little bit more play in where I could reload since I had 30 rounds in my gun, which is awesome. The best. Um, and, but I think the biggest thing that stood out to me, or the two biggest things that stood out to me were the ability to shoot on the move further with the same level of accuracy. Cause we were shooting one stage. I think I was shooting like, you know, targets 15 to 17 yards on the move, moving laterally. Yeah. Like it was nothing. And it was honestly so freaking easy. Like, those are targets I would have shot on the move in limited anyway, but I could do it at a much greater pace for the same accuracy shooting open. Just a lot more confidence, you know? Yeah, um, I think having the dot does increase your confidence a lot. And, um, and, and I know a lot of people have issues with the dot because it exacerbates a lot of their, you know, issues with grip. So they'll see a lot of the... Um, and this, the same thing will happen for, for rifles, too. They'll see the, the dot wobble and everything. And they'll see every single little nuance in their trigger press and their grip and everything. But 
honestly, even then, I didn't really have trouble adjusting to it. I just pressed the trigger whenever I saw the dot where I wanted it to be, even if my, you know, even if my grip was a little shaky. Yeah, but the, the difference here, guys, is that Keanu actually can shoot pretty well. Um, so even for me with the dot, I'll see my dot doing all like well, I, I have normal size hands, <laughs> so I can actually grip, you know, a normal size gun. Yeah. And funny enough, you know, I've got, you know, my thumb rest at the time was set up where it was, you know, closest on the optic hole or I guess the optic mounting hole. Um, I've got a short flat trigger. And so my gun was completely set up for somebody with small hands like me, but Keanu had no problem with it. Um, but, you, you know, know I, like, I don't think all that stuff was really minute differences. Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to put that stuff in my limited gun, I don't think it would be, I don't think it would make a difference. Yeah, and it, it just kind of shows you that, you know, your setup as well is all just preference. Um, yeah. And it, it's not necessarily going to make or break your game, but it's going to definitely help. Yeah, and, and, and I will say that the other difference to me was just the absolute need for speed shooting with other, like, open A-class shooters. Um, like, I cannot... My brain won't let me split as fast as some of those open shooters, so I had to compensate for it in everything else. Um, like, like I can shoot a probably a one five split at the fastest with my limited gun and an open gun, and yeah. that's like that's me trying to rip a fast split. Yeah, and you you know you see guys pulling point eleven. You split faster than way faster than I do I on, think, a, on a normal day. I think my fastest splits were was a point one two at some point at like five yards. Um, yeah, see if I point one two, a split means I ended. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and another difference, I think, um, but like uh, other than that, I think I won that match overall. Yeah. But, um, but I, I did feel a little bit more pressure on myself watching other open shooters shoot the shoot the match. So I knew I had to keep pace with it somehow. Um, so obviously I can't split, but I can transition pretty decently. But but I think I took most of my um, advantage on position entries and exits and shooting on the move. Yeah, you know, it's stuff that we talked about in a previous podcast. You know, that's what really elevates your game at a certain point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, talking about pace, you know, one thing that I noticed shooting open um, was when I tried to go as fast as I needed to go to actually be performing at a particular level, um, I can't troubleshoot at the speed that I am actually shooting at. So let's say I transition to the wrong target on an entry, for example. I'm going so fast, my brain can't really rack around what I've done wrong and how to fix it. Um, but that oh, we saw a lot of it, a lot of that with this <laughs> last weekend. Yeah. Especially yeah, Tilly's match. It was, it was tough. Um, but yeah, no. So, you know, like Kano said, it open, it's a different game. You've just got to go fast, you know, got to goof with that. Um, <laughs> oh, your belt though. I hate your belt. Why? What's wrong I hate with my the belt? bullets. I, I hate the bullets, uh, the bullets forward setup. It's not that bad. Cause man. I'm so used to the bullets out. So like I actually had to dry fire those reloads a lot just to get used to them at like in, at the safe area. But it's minute differences at that point. Like you still crimed a fast reload on. Can you count that match? Like let's yeah. be real. I didn't have an issue reloading. It was it was just awkward for me though. Yeah. And it was something I had to consider. Like we'll talk about going to production. For going to production, I had I have less trouble switching to a uh, behind the hip reload as opposed to rotating my wrist to change, even if it's like exactly like under my belly button. Yeah, and you know. Funny enough, you know, about production as well, you know, we probably all started shooting in division where, you know, your pouches are behind your hip, whether it's through competition or you've just got, you know, a holster rig. And so it's kind of ingrained in us to grab mags behind the hip. Oh, but for the last two years, for me, it has not been. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, what about you shooting? Like, what about you going from open to limited? Honestly, the thing that I realized the most is that my grip sucks. <laughs> Like it's, yeah, it's funny. Um, but open is a weird game where, you know, the compensator is doing so much work for you. 
um, you may think you're gripping hard enough because you're, you know, I'm still throwing, you know, 0 0.15, 0 0.16 splits. And it's still into the alpha too. Yeah, like 10, you know, 10 to 15 yards, which is good enough, especially if you're used to shooting other divisions. But the more you shoot with other really good open shooters, is that they're shooting at, you know, the 0 0.12, 0 0.13 splits up to, you know, 15 yards. That might be um, a little bit of an exaggeration, but yeah, I think you're getting pretty yeah, close. Yeah, but, you know, what that really means is, you know, what I was comfortable with shooting open was a bad grip, you know, and a bad grip would still let me shoot a decent speed. But when I went to limited, um, <laughs> yeah, Keanu, Keanu laughs. Um, it and, was so bad. Um, you know, the, the one, the first thing that I noticed is, man, my gun is floppy. <laughs> like it's a floppy gun. And you know, it, I think there's videos of it on my Instagram shooting limited that match, but you can, you can easily see that my gun is not stiff. On no, it's flying up and down and is dipping on the return and everything. Yeah, and it's crazy because, you know, when I was shooting carry optics before with my, uh, with my CZ Shadow, um, I was focusing so much on grip because that's really what, you know, pushes you further in a division where you're not shooting a compensator. And I've kind of forgotten what that's like. So Limited was eye-opening for that. And, you know, throughout the past six months since then, um, I've been trying to work on my grip, but it's still a weak point for me just because of the way things were set up. Um, but aside from that, you know, it was fun shooting limited because again, I had 20 rounds in a magazine. I had to reload a little more. Um, and God shooting iron sights. Oh my God. That is the, the bane of my existence these days, especially shooting production. I ju I just <laughs> we'll, we'll recap this later. <laughs> I just, I just can't shoot match. iron sights. It's, uh, it's absurd. Um, but I, what, what I definitely did like though about limited was because I didn't, I was essentially forced to shoot slower than when I shoot open. Uh, because, you know, with 40 caliber for me with the bad grip, you know, the gun recoils quite a bit and it takes a while for the sights to settle or return to zero for me. And so what it allowed me to do actually is to realize kind of what I'm doing while I'm shooting because I had time to think and time to troubleshoot. Um, something that I usually don't have when I'm really pushing hard and open because things just happen so fast I can't really react to it. That's um, all you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it is. But, you know, watching, so watching some of the higher level, shoot, uh, higher level shooters shoot, you know, I kind of want to get there and you know, going fast was one of my weaknesses coming from carry optics. I used to just, you know, shoot, like try to shoot alphas all the time because I wasn't. Oh, I remember. I wasn't shooting major. And so, um, you know, that, that, that was the biggest thing that I got from shooting limited was um, shooting a dot helps me shoot iron sights, even though I just can't aim because I don't know what a good sight picture looks like. Um, but overall, you know, the gun handling was much better uh, regardless of not having an optic just because I, I got a greater understanding on what you know shooting should be like. Yeah. Now, did you notice a difference in the trigger press? Because I know my, I have a medium trigger, and it's quite literally twice as long as your short trigger in um, my gun. I would honestly, for me again, because I have short fingers, I'd say I can't split as fast with that trigger. So that's, that probably did you a benefit, right? It, it did, yeah. Because you know, essentially, what it does is the minute I put pressure on the trigger, it's essentially a prep, and the only length I have left in my trigger pull is to break the shot. Well, your gun has like no prep, has like no uptake to it. You yeah. kind of just smash the trigger and like. Like, that's just how it is. Yeah. I know you and I were talking about this on our car ride back um, from from North Carolina this weekend, um, about you getting a longer trigger yeah, to try you know, and help mitigate the fact that you can't. It, it will, like, forcefully disallow you to, to slap as much. To slap the trigger yeah, as hard. I, I am a you know classic trigger slapper when it comes to shooting. Um, and it really shows if I'm not practicing, you know, good trigger pull. Let me tell you guys, it really shows at 35 yards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. That was, a, that was a tough stage. Um, but yeah, so, uh, you know, aside from that, you know, shooting limited really showed me that I've grown as a shooter. 
um, but that there's still things that I'm forgetting to work on because of you know having a compensator, having a gas pedal. Um, but or, the handicaps. So, sorry, excuse me, not not a gas pedal, a generic, generic thumb rest, generic thumb rest. Um, but yeah, so you know, we we had fun changing divisions. Yeah. Um, and so this year, actually, um, I just recently bought an Accu Shadow. Um, I've and, been borrowing a friend's production gun, and um, we've been shoot. We've been. I guess it started this month. We started shooting production. Well, it was just. It was. Well, so like we switched divisions before, and then we were both like, "Yeah, limited opens fun," but we didn't think there was like enough of a difference. And like you know, that's like performing at that level is still something we're like we expect out of ourselves. So we want we picked something that was totally out of our like you know out of our ballpark. Yeah, and, and something like that we would have just fun shooting, just you know, just being idiots together. Yeah, and you know, so, you know, especially the amount that we've been shooting this year. Um, yeah. Me personally, I was feeling some burnout. I felt like you know I was stagnating in open, um, and it was, I was like putting way too much pressure on myself in matches to perform a certain way. And so shooting production, you know, with it's a way for me to kind of step back, uh, enjoy the sport again a little bit, and not have to worry about you know yeah worry about the just forget about the pressure, just have yeah. fun, right? And, uh, and like this is the same reason for me. Yeah, especially with the new you know high hit factor announcement that came out today. <laughs> Oh, um, you're screwed, dude. You're never dude, making M. Never. I will. I will. Be, I you have will, to get it through a match. Through I will, a major. Yeah, I'll be a, an A class shooter for a very long time. Um, match bump, dude. Match bump. That'd be nice. Um, but yeah, so, you know, talking about production, you know, we actually talked to Chris Tilly about it and he had a little tidbit last week. Yeah, because he shot production a lot, like, you know, a good bit last year and he had a lot of fun doing it. And he said it, it gave him some insights on shooting itself. Yeah, and you know, I think one of the things that he says was, um, or what he said uh, to us last week was, shooting production, you know, because it limits your stage plans with your reloads, um, there's generally not as much deviation or gamification that happens on your stage plan. And so he explained it as kind of turning your brain off a little bit, especially coming from a division like Open, um, where you can just kind of focus on the shooting. And uh, that's been very enjoyable for me, at least, you know, the last match that I shot, you know, was it on Sunday at the Machine Gun Nest. Um, <laughs> but that, that was, was a train wreck. That was a spectacular train wreck. An absolute. I want to watch it again. Oh well, you you will probably see that train wreck again. All right, dude. Machine gun nest match next week. Let's yeah. see it. <laughs> but yeah, and you know, for for me, shooting production, uh, you know, having low cap mags, uh, iron sights, um, having to focus more on reloads and recoil control. Th that has been the the absolute best thing that's happened to me in a long time. Because um, even at the machine gun nest, when I was shooting production for the first time, shooting a you know a shadow one, that gun was floppy in my hands. Oh, it was, it was terrible. It was absolutely embarrassing. And you know, I realized I'm just not gripping the gun, um, so I made some adjust adjustments for my grip. Um, I, you know, I pulled my open gun apart, to, I guess last week to play around with the thumb rest position, and I've started to realize you know my open setup doesn't exactly allow you to grip as grip the gun as hard as you probably should be. And so I've been making some adjustments for that. Yeah, I think that that did have a large part to play with how far the uh, the gas pedal was. Um the further you put it out, you can definitely crush in a little bit more. Yeah, because you um, know like I feel a difference when I feel your gun versus a friend's guns who have longer thumbs. Like you can definitely pick up a difference just in how hard you can grip the gun. Yeah, and despite, I, I don't know about the other brands, but especially, you know, the Go Gun, um, it's got a pretty thick wall and it puts your thumb further out from the gun, which just makes it harder to apply pressure. It gives you less leverage to put pressure on your palm to the grip. Um, but, you know, shooting production, that was the day that I decided 
I've got to pull my gas pedal off. I've got to play with it, and I got to figure out what's going to help me grip the gun harder and open. You know, I haven't seen, you know, what that looks like on the range yet. But you know, I'm really excited to see, you know, what my grip will do for me. Uh, so you're you're still going to shoot with uh, the gas pedal just further out, right? I am, yeah. And so pretty or much, are you going to shoot it without it for a couple matches and see how it is? I was thinking about just leaving it off for a little bit, but um, I actually don't have any other mounting screws right now for my uh, optic mount. <coughs> so shearing probably... screws. Yeah. <laughs> No, that was for my del- different story, man. Um, I do bad things to my guns when I try to do work on it. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's a war crime, dude. But, you know, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to push it out as far as possible. So, you know, I just get a little bit of my thumb on that gas pedal as a reference point. Um, but it feels like shooting a limited gun, uh, you know, a little closer to what it felt like, you know, at Anne Arundel. Just the shooting itself outside of, just, outside of all the reloading and where the reloads come from. Yeah, and like you know, with with that thumb, the the go gun further up, you know, I I can really feel that PT digging into my left palm, which is something that I actually couldn't feel before, just because of the way that it was set up. So you think you shooting production uh, more more frequently this year will definitely help you in open? I think so. Um, you know, especially with reloads, because I have to be throwing reloads, you know, essentially every array in production. Um, my actual actually the reloads for my open gun has gotten better as well. You know, it just yeah. builds that good fundamental because you don't have the, you know, you don't have a magwell. And, you know, I'm using the Limcat magwell, which pretty much means I can throw the worst reloads into my gun and it'll take it. Um, but, you know. You see, I think, I think I have less leeway with my magwell, um, with my limited gun, as I do with the CZ I'm shooting right now. Probably, yeah. Cause, <laughs> just because of the mag sticking. Yeah. Um, but, you know, and aside from that, you know, just building visual patience, um, you know, and especially yeah, shooting. that. And shooting minor especially, you know, it's going to be about hits. It's going to be about points. It's going to help me kind of refocus on what what good hits should look like regardless of, you know, shooting major and minor. Um, and, you know, yeah, like, Especially when you have to call the shot with iron sights. You don't get to look through the glass at all or anything. Yeah. Um, and, right? you know, you've got to trust your instincts and your shot calling. Um, and like Chris Tilly said last week, um, you know, I shouldn't be approaching it any different than if I were shooting open. It's just the hit factors that are going to change between shooting open and shooting yeah. production. But like, um, like your mentality shouldn't change, right? Yeah, you know, you're still approaching the match the same way. Yeah. Your stage plan. You're doing the different. exact same thing. The only difference is your equipment. Yeah, and you know, your scoring. Yeah. And what that'll translate to is, you know, whether your hit factors are on the higher range, you know, high to medium or medium to low, like you know, Chris was talking about last week. Um, but for you specifically, because you've been shooting limited, you don't you haven't seen as much. Or I, I, guess, I, I don't have as much. Yeah, I definitely didn't have as much deviation or issues. Yeah, or issues <laughs> as um, as Chris did. Uh, the iron sights were easy for me. Easier actually because there's definitely there's not a big difference shooting nine versus major like you know minor nine versus major forty because I like shooting hotter nine anyway. So like the one fifteen green I was shooting was still was chronoing. I think the box that it would be like 1200 or something like that. So yeah. it wasn't like soft ammo or anything like that. And it had a lot of fireball, but, um, but anyway, like I don't think the recoil is a big difference. It was definitely easier to smash two alphas with a, um, with a nine as opposed to a 40 in a shorter amount of time. And, you know, without, you know, recoil being a factor, I mean, is it just the way the gun cycle or, um, I actually, I like how my Atlas cycles more. Than the CZ, I think it, it returns to zero better, but I think the the CZ definite or I'm sorry, my Atlas does it more consistently. Uh huh. Um, but my but the CZ definitely like I think it just makes it easier just because it's a nine. 
Gotcha. And uh-huh. it, it does cycle faster because it's a nine. Yeah, but I guess you know, even, you know, regardless of return to zero and speed, I'm guessing because it is nine lower power factor, the gun probably doesn't move as much during recoil. The gun right? definitely does not move as much in my hand. Like I, I can, you know, tracking the sight, the sights do not lift as much. Gotcha. Uh-huh. Um, but like I don't think that was a big factor in it, because um, you know, just shooting production, like 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 Chris said, it was kind of like it's a mental break for me because it's a division. I have fun in. I don't really like. I don't have pressure on myself to, to to perform or anything. So I wasn't shooting like I would shoot limited. So limited, I'd be more willing to drop points anyway. Um, in production, I actually I had to make the acknowledgement that I'm I'm not allowed to drop points like yeah. I am in limited. Um, but like you know, but like I I think that helped me though because it helped me relax a little bit and just kind of like keep pace shooting without having to worry about, you know, going fast or anything like that. Yeah, or, you know, trying to, you know, I guess, like, even time goals, right? You know, we, I think we're, we're at the point now where we kind of estimate what our time should be like on stages in our division. You yeah. Know, n- you know, not having to think about that and just shooting it as you see it. Yeah, because you, like, yeah, you and I are totally stupid in this, and like, we have no <laughs> idea what we're doing, right? Yeah, and, you know, like we found out last week, there's a lot more to the game, you know, yeah. score-wise than, you know, we've been thinking about. Yeah. And I, I, I will say, though, I think the biggest challenge I had, even though it, it wasn't really that big of a challenge, was shooting, um, was sh- was shooting or reloading from behind the hip, which uh-huh. is definitely not something I'm used to. Yeah, um, the draws the, the draws weren't a big deal. Um, double action to single action isn't a big deal at all. Whoever complains about it is you're just bad at shooting, <laughs> um, or and, your gun's terrible. Yeah, and you know. It's it's something where you know the fundamental of pulling a trigger maintains regardless whether it's double. Yeah, action, it doesn't matter. You know, grip the gun hard, press the trigger straight, yep. make sure the sights are aligned. It it doesn't make a difference, right? Yep. And you know, I've got really short hands or really short fingers. You know, you'll hear Keanu bashing my child you're, you're, hands. Your little hedgehog hedgehog paws. <laughs> and you know, you'll see it in videos. I think you know, I've got a video shooting. Was it one of the new classifiers at Machine Gun Nest like last month? Yeah. Um, and like I legit have to throw the gun out of my hand to hit the mag release on my Atlas. Do you have to do it with a CZ. Um, not so much of the CZ, but, but you still have to turn it a little bit. But you can imagine how bad that double action pull is for me, you know, with the length of pull on my on my fingers. Yeah. Um, but even then, I don't have that much. You issue. didn't have an issue hitting alphas mm. off, off the first shot or whatever. The the only issue it, about it, it, hitting well, alphas. Follow up shot for you. Well, not only that, the only issue of not hitting alphas on the draws because you know I just have a terrible sight picture. Um, yeah. And so you know something I've got to work on, but yeah. But anyway, like the reloading was definitely the biggest hindrance for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't. I don't practice production. I've shot it four times before. Um, once at a classifier match and three at Machine Gun Nest, um, like in back back in January or December or something like that. During the off season. Yeah, during the off season, I just wanted to like play around and have fun. And I didn't have that much trouble reloading um, because I was I, I did do dry fire a little bit for around like you know like ten minutes a couple times a week just to get used to the difference. Um, this last week, I went straight from shooting Tilly's match on Saturday, shooting limited, to shooting production on Sunday night, and like I was also like Chris and I were both like cooked. Yeah, like, it was we, a long like, weekend. Man. Like after that weekend, we were both fried, which is why we actually wanted to shoot production. But I didn't have. It was hard at first. Um, like the first reload I did, I was like, "Oh, I have to reach all the way back here," and then I threw the reload. I was like, oh, "Okay, this isn't that bad," and I was able to finish it. Um, the next stage, I did realize though, you have to put the magazine in the mag well <laughs> on the production the gun. gun. Yeah. Like you, you don't get the funnel, which is you know beyond me. Like whoever, 
Who would ever do that? <laughs> Who would have thought, you know, you actually have to insert it into the magwell. You can't um, put it in sideways. So nope. I did on, on the reload. Um, it was like a 12 round course, short course. And on the reload, I threw the magazine over the gun <laughs> and let it instinctively grab for a second for a, um, for a second magazine. Or I had to pretend like I did it instinctively, but I forced myself to do it. Yeah, it was it was kind of like a less graceful version. It of was not Ben graceful. Steger, you know. Yeah, he, of the most recent video of Ben doing the double reload. Yeah, where he realized his mag wasn't loaded, so he just like threw that thing, and just grabbed it. Well, he threw and, it intentionally. I yeah, didn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, again, a less graceful version of that Ben Steger reload. Um, yeah, so I, I think that was definitely the issue, and and I also had to watch the mag well. Um, which that's that's something I try to become a little bit more conscientious of shooting limited, especially yeah. since with the metal grip and the magazines, especially the Gen Two mags, uh, the STI Gen Two mags, you have a lot. You do not have a lot of room to throw that magazine in crooked. You have you still have to throw it in straight. Yeah, you have the mag well, but if you throw it in at an angle, and yeah. the magwell doesn't correct it, the feed lips will catch. It's on gonna the Gen stick. Twos, yeah. It's gonna stick. And the Gen Twos are really bad, and it's a, it's an easy three second, three to five second malfunction. Yeah, and you know, even with the Gen 2s, with the Limcat Magwell, you know, it'll still happen. It'll correct it, and you'll insert the magazine. Yeah. But sometimes the Philips will catch, and so. Yeah. Um, surprisingly enough, my reloads weren't terrible at machine guns. Yours were really good compared yeah. to mine. Um, and so something that Kian and I were talking about shooting production is, um, you know, especially limited and open, you know, once that reloads aren't exactly a problem. You know, because we've got that magwell, we've got the longer magazines. Um, yeah, bigger, heavier magazines too. And like, I know you have, like I have, I don't have big hands. Chris definitely doesn't have big <laughs> hands. But like the CZ mags are tiny in my hands. Yeah, they feel like they feel like like toys. Yeah, because they're they're thin. And I know they they, they feel know? the same way for you too, right? Yeah, Just because you're so used to grabbing the you know the big stick. Yeah. Um, but you know, caveat for me though is I actually started you know. Production was my main, my first real division in USPSA. Um, I was terrible at it. I was a, I was a garbage C-class shooter who should, you know, I had no business being C-class. Um, <laughs> Not bad, huh? Yeah, um, and you know, so even coming from there, you know, the reloads were just so much better at Machine Gun Nest. Um, I think I nailed that one-step reload, but that's one thing that we found, you know. You had a lot of good one, one to two-step reloads. Yeah. You were throwing reloads a lot faster than I was. Um, but the you know, difference is I can actually hit the yeah. target. <laughs> Which is arguably more important. I, I got, what, seven mics in a no-shoot that match? It was um, bad. It was terrible. You were fast, though. It looked good. If I got some video of it, I would have posted it. grip. Yeah, I would have posted on the gram being like, oh, yeah, nailing reloads. But, um, I, yeah. But, again, you know. Shooting production—that's one of the more difficult things—is that you know you've got to you've got to nail some one-step reloads just because of the way that stages are designed, yeah, uh, and the fact that you're shooting low cap. Um, but you know, well, for... you also—I think you also had a big difference because you switched from a bullets forward open setup with your reload that comes from below your belly button to a bullets out um, production setup to behind the, behind the hip. So that's that's a big jump. In, um, in terms of like hand placement and where your hand's gonna go, yeah, but that is know, less for me because I shoot a bullets out set up on both. Yeah, but you know you gotta remember before I started shooting open, I was shooting carry optics, which again is mags behind the hip, um, and so you know I've been I've been doing it probably longer than I have you know bullets forward you know in front of the hip, <laughs> and so it was just almost like a throwback for me. Um, you kind of like had to like turn on dust off the old part of the brain. Yeah, and you know I looked a lot cooler and a lot better, but I probably shot the way I shot when I was shooting production two years ago. Um, 
Yeah, it was it was rough. Um, but yeah. Well, what about you brought this up? I think at dinner. Um, what about where you're aiming on the tar on like partial? So so at my match, I use a lot of partial targets. Yeah. Because oh, it's an indoor match, and otherwise it becomes a dumb hoser match. And you know this is this is the major mindset, right? Shooting a, a division that scores major. Um, there were definitely some partials where at a position you'll see the C and D zone, which would be a no-brainer shooting open. You take the C hits and you move on. Um, if because, it saves you position, right? Yeah, because you know to get a clean A zone hit, you'd have to you know you have to run around a wall plus a barrel to get you know that clean A zone hit. But um, again, I was aiming for that C zone and I threw a delta and a mic I think on that target just because I can't shoot iron sights. Um, but you know that that's a sacrifice you can't make shooting production. Um, no, and I think Chris brought that up in the last, um, or Tilly brought that up in the last, um, in, in last week's podcast, where he said, you know, when you switch from a major to a minor division, you have to you, like you have to learn, you have to get over like the fact that three or four Charlies is a lot. Yeah, that's a lot of points to lose on a stage. Yeah, I think he said what two Charlies was like a second or. Well, you so, want to shoot, right? yeah, because well, you still you want to shoot like at like ninety percent of the points. Yeah, right. So that's what you be that's what you should be aiming for. Yeah, and you know after after I realized that you know I was thinking okay I gotta play the positions better to get clean alphas, which I still did not get clean alphas. That's because you you don't know how to use the bumps. <laughs> Again, train wreck. Shooting production was a train wreck for me, but it was so much fun. Yeah, I, but but the I aiming difference was was the aiming difference was definitely. Like where you had aim on the target, that you think that that definitely played a role in, in why you shot the way you did at the match. Yeah, um, but it's also you know shooting with the dot for so long. Uh, instinctively, you know when I saw that green fiber on target, I was like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, you shot like you had a dot on that gun. Yeah, and I definitely did not. So, you know, gotta slow down. You know, call good sight picture because you know, yeah. you know, my production gun back in the day was actually the target two which has a larger front sight than the AccuShadow does. Um, and so I'm still trying to get used to what it looks like to have so much light on both sides of the front post. Um, but, you know, with, with enough live fire, I think it'll come in time. But, yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to learning iron sights because, again, visual patience with production specifically is so important because you've got to get your points. Um, with limited, it wasn't as bad, right? If I had a good grip, I, you know, I'd throw... One good sight picture on an alpha, I could pull the trigger, probably hit a Charlie hit from, you know, 10 to 15 yards, no problem. But you just can't do that in production. It, you'll get punished for it. Yeah, and you think just using iron sights in general will help you a lot with optics? I think so. Um, more so, again, from the visual patience portion. Um, shooting open, especially with the whole shooting major thing, you know, with, without the perfect dot placement, I'll still pull the trigger sometimes because I'm so tempted to go fast. You know, like, because I'm so tempted that I need to get out of position as fast as possible. But shooting production is going to force me to slow down, and hopefully some of that will translate in the right way when I go back to shooting open, um, you know, as I'm transitioning from division to division this year. Um, so we'll, we'll kind of see how it, how it plays out. You know, it could very well be detrimental to me. I might just end up start shooting open like I'm shooting minor, which would be terrible. Yeah. Uh, but, you well, know. We'll it, definitely, like, th we're, th we're shooting a lot of majors, and we'll be shooting a good enough, like, a good like a good amount of mate or locals this year anyway so i think we should be able to track your progress on that yeah you know i just again i just need to make sure that you know i'm not pulling the wrong aspects of production out into my open game um yeah so so you're not only looking for something to to come out of you know to kind of prevent burnout you also just want to try and learn something from a perspective that you usually can't get or usually yeah. don't get 
Yeah, but there's also, you know, there's something romantic about low cap divisions. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just that's where I started, but Dude, I'm not going to lie. I think like it's it's pretty sexy to throw like three or four good reloads in a stage as opposed yeah. to just like you do one in limited like yeah whatever yeah. I, I got a magwell or whatever but then you see you see someone throw a production reload in the same time you're like man that's hot yeah you're it it's it's pretty chadly man like, <laughs> like again watching, like it's, it's it's a satisfying feeling to like it is um to, to, to like i've thrown more limited reloads than i have in production but i've also reloaded a lot more limited but like it's just it's it feels good. Yeah, especially because you know um, if it's not a good mag insertion with a magwell, it corrects itself, right? Because of the magwell. Not with my gun. <laughs> not, <laughs> not without the magic limcat magwell yeah. or the akai. But but again, you know, shooting production, a bad a bad mag insertion, like it just feels bad. Like it it is not satisfying. It's you know. It it's, feels it's slow. It is it is yeah. slow. But there but there's something about it when you get that clean insertion where it's just like. It, there's no drag. It just goes right into the gun. Like there's something about that where this is getting sexual. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's pretty great. No, I, I feel you, dude. Like it's it, it is a good feeling to throw a clean reload. Yeah, compared it's, to like, and I know for a fact when you and I throw reloads in limited in in open, you can feel the the feel of just smashing into the magwell, and yeah. it just feels dirty. <laughs> but like it makes a, it makes a cool sound. Yeah, and like, and you know, you get the magazine in, and it's faster, but it's so much easier. Um, like, you have a lot more room for error, I think. Yeah. Or it, I don't know, eh, not for me, maybe. Yeah. It's easier though. It, it is easier. You know, you get to be sloppier about it because you know, again, you're throwing one reload in a stage versus four or three. Yeah. Um, and you got the magwell to help with it. Um, yeah. So I, I'm I'm just looking forward to, um, spending time at at a match i'm too tired to actually perform at yeah properly just to have fun yep and you know i think i'll definitely be shooting a couple outdoors and i might shoot delmarva in production i'm not i I think that'd be fun yet you know i'll do it if you do it maybe i'll I'll have i'll have to see how we want to get we won't get the squad together because you're doing stats possibly i still don't know if i get pto for that um but something i'm looking into (laughs) but you know just one thing i do want to touch on you know talking about how it's going to help me in open um by nature, I feel like production is just a more technical division because of mag restrictions, because of shooting minor. minor. Yeah. Um, and especially shooting open, um, a lot of the stages and matches we have here, you know, we talked about restrictions on the bays, where sometimes the stages aren't as technical as they can be. Mm-hmm. And shooting open, that does good things for you because it'll help you push your speed, but then it does bad things for you because when you shoot a technical match like Tilly's, it, you get absolutely punished for it. And so I'm really hoping that, you know, having a division where it's going to force me to think more technically on how to shoot that particular stage, I think hopefully will help me in the long run. I'm um, shooting open. Alternatively, you could backfire. You, you could just become a conservative loser open shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of the opposite reckless mess you are now. Yeah. Well, hopefully I'll find a good medium where I'm not a, a you know, a train wreck. Well, so like open. in the end, you're just looking for discipline, right? I or, am. or like you want something that will force discipline, yeah. As opposed to giving yourself the discipline in open, just because you feel that there's pressure in like in like I know you've won matches before in our in like you've won locals before, and like you shoot well at locals. 
I don't know if I've won if, overall you, before. No, you, um, you've won open though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I you know, you, when, you've won open a few times. When David and Ron aren't shooting, yeah, um, I've definitely won open a couple of times. But like you know, you're you're really competitive in open in our area. Yeah, and but then you know you start throwing these technical stages in, you know, it, it turns into a, a mess. Then you're gonna um, fall apart. Yeah. And you know, some somebody might say, why not do that same practice shooting your open gun? Well, it's it's a mental pressure, right? Well, it's not only the mental pressure; it's it's that discipline that I already lacked because oh, I've got to compensate. I've got to dot. I get to go fast, you know. Even if I'm focusing on not going fast, there's a part of you because you're holding an open gun, you want to go fast. Um, but hopefully, shooting production with iron sights that I cannot shoot is just gonna you know force me to. Um, yeah, and I think Chris and I already said before we go to Buckeye Blast, we're gonna go hit up the uh, the indoor range real quick. For a little, a few times, we're gonna do some twenty-five yard practice for Chris. Yeah. Well, you know, Buckeye Blast. Hopefully, I won't need too much of that practice. This, I don't think there are any um, twenty-five yard shots in that match. Yeah. Game. But you know, that's gonna be a part of my training regimen. Uh, is you know, for sure, shooting at twenty-five yards and you know, looking at, you know, sub two second draw two shots in the alpha. Well, so in, um, if if that's the case, then I have a question. Then, do you think us doing doubles a lot has hurt you? on further targets for like on more technical shots um possibly i don't think it's hurt me because i've been shooting doubles i think it's hurt me because i haven't been doing anything else if that makes sense yeah um so it's just you know the limited time that i've had to practice is just detracted from doing things like shooting at 25 yards um but one thing that i'll definitely say is you know part of one of my main weaknesses going into open last year was reloads um, so I spent a lot of time doing dry fire whirls, you know, seven yard targets where draw out of the holster, take two shots, throw a reload, take two more shots. Yep. And so I, like, even in dry fire, I haven't been practicing, you know, good trigger pull, far target, sight discipline. And I'll tell you guys, I can attest to this. Chris, with his tiny little hands, and he can't touch the mag while throwing the gun in his hands, he can throw a reload. He can reload. Yeah. <laughs> Again, I've... And I think I showed you my Atlas Magwell, right? When I was reloading a lot, it was disgusting. It was it was absolutely trashed, and you yeah. know that also just shows how bad my reloads were before, um, because the way that that Magwell looks like, no Magwell should ever look like, no matter how much you're dry firing. I my mean, Magwell looks pretty close. The only difference is like I'm not chipping metal out of it. Yeah, like I I had slivers of metal sticking out of the Magwell that would cut me until I dremeled them off. Like it was that bad. Um, <laughs> so you know I, I've been focusing on certain things and. Hopefully production will help me focus on other things, but without giving up, you know, what I've already learned to shoot open. Yeah. I'm just learning to do, I, I just hope I get better at reloading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You could, you could use some work there. Um, well, I've been and, good about it for the last like little bit. Cause I've, I've put it into my dry fire a lot more. Cause yeah. before it was like my dry fire before was a lot of shooting on the move mm -hmm. um, and position entries and stuff like that. And I did almost no reloading for, probably a good six months yeah but but your reloads but now, are consistent. most recently now it's getting better yeah like they're slower they're, they're they're not as fast as yours but they're consistent but they're consistent now yeah like um, i'm not sticking mags anymore i'm not throwing mags over my shoulder yeah. <laughs> or anything stupid like that yeah um, so so i i think i have a little bit to learn from production yeah um and it definitely teaches to be more conservative when you need to be more conservative yeah it's hard to go fast Honestly speaking, it's just... Yeah. Well, it's, I think it's easier to go fast, like in terms of actually just smashing the trigger and going fast compared to oh, limited. Uh -huh. um, well, it's because you're used to shooting iron sights. Like. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, 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 the same, it's the same sighting system. It's just a lower recoil ammo. 
Yeah. And then so I, I think the the potential is there to go as fast to, and to be reckless, but I just need to like mentally force myself to shoot it more technically, which I think it might help me shooting limited um, later. You know, once we get to harder stages. Yeah. And you know, you know, probably last point for me. Um, you know, especially focusing on A zone hits. Um, one thing that I've noticed at the higher level as well is, you know, even the guys shooting major divisions, they're not dropping as many Charlies and Deltas as we do at a match. And, you know, it's, you know, oh, no, like I think in South Carolina, John Browning shot less Charlies than Hetherington. Yeah. And um, John Browning won limited and Hetherington was the production champion. And, and so, you know, it shows you that just because you're shooting major doesn't mean you get to drop points. Yeah, that, that's, um, what I'm, that, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah. And, you know, that's probably my last tidbit for this podcast is just because you're shooting major doesn't mean you get to drop points. Um, so hopefully that'll, that'll translate to my shooting as well. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's it for tonight. Um, thank you for listening to the CSRG podcast. My name is Keanu. And I'm Chris. Shoot well, and we'll see you on the range.